Good morning, my name is Chuck Butler. I'm the pastor of the Arts in Mars Hill, and welcome to A Daily Hope. David, the not yet king, is still on the run from King Saul, as we're in 1 Samuel chapter 27. It's a brief chapter sandwiched between very popular stories about David. Here, he is at a crossroad. Verse 1 says that David said in his heart. Now here he communes only within his own heart and head. When we're feeling stuck, whether it's in COVID, in a job, in a relationship, or a financial predicament, or whatever, we would do well not to rely on the counsel of our own heart alone for advice and direction. At this crossroad, Saul has claimed that he'll end the pursuit of David, and they have gone their separate ways. So back to verse 1, David, without apparently seeking the Lord, says, I shall one day perish by the hand of Saul. Basically, he says, I'm going to die young. He actually did not. Scripture says that he died of a good old age. Some days, we just feel like giving up, especially if we're listening to our own voice and forgetting the promise of God that says, if God be for you, who can be against you? That's why checking in with headquarters every morning is so important. Conversational prayer and the light of his word are our best and readily available source of counsel when we're feeling stuck fearful, confused, or uncertain of which way to turn. Back in verse 1, David continues, There is nothing better for me to do. Here he's declaring that he has no options, that he's boxed in. Our options can be illuminated by the Holy Spirit when we inquire of the Lord. To know what might be better or best to do without praying is quite risky. Years ago, my wife and I were exposed to the hardships and persecution of believers in communist Eastern Europe. We began to pray as to what we could possibly do from so far away. Are there any options, Lord? How might your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven? I was invited to join a small team smuggling Bibles into various countries, handing a pastor in Romania his first complete Bible in his own language is something I will never forget. For six summers, I joined new smuggling teams with illegal contraband. Although the risks were arrest, interrogation, prison, and even torture or death, we, as a couple in prayer, even to this very day, believe that the end justified the means. Look what David says in verse 1. There is nothing better for me to do than I should speedily escape into the land of the Philistines. David makes hasty escape for his own protection convinces the Philistines he's a true defector, secretly destroys Canaanite strongholds, lies to the king that the raids were upon Israelis, silences any and all witnesses of these raids. It does make us ask, in this case, does the end justify the means? Getting connected to God has its own means. Jesus himself, alive and well. Prayer, and then his word, and Christian fellowship. It's true that decisions made hastily can burden us, steal our peace, or land us in the wrong camp. We should seek to be in the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing, in the right way, with the right attitude. We should pause and ponder and pray over every decision that we're about to make. We should learn from our own mistakes. Hasty decisions have bitten me before personally, as a favor to my dad, I hastily purchased the pickup truck that he was retiring. The registration had expired, the smog test was due, and the test failed. 
They advised me to put it in neutral and rev the engine full throttle for 10 minutes and come back to test it. The engine blew and I hadn't even made the first payment. I paid my dad the full amount over a few years and I learned slowly and painfully not to be hasty. They say that experience is the best teacher if you can afford the tuition. Just like David, we could grow weary of being hounded or threatened. We could rely on our own voice as counsel, be con convinced that death will win in the end, believe that we are permanently boxed in, that there is nothing better that we can possibly do, and that we should hastily flee into the camp of the enemy. But thanks be to God that we can pray and still be lifted up from any lengthy ordeal brought back from a place of broken fellowship with God, be delivered from a lying tongue or a deceptive heart, and powerfully forgiven for all incremental ingestion of sin, and then experience a soul that is fully restored. Will you ask God today to turn your haste into prayer and your prayer into restoration? Proverbs 19.2 says, He who hurries with his feet acting impulsively and proceeding without caution or analyzing the consequences, sins or misses the mark. Lord, checking in with you each morning is such a privilege. As I pray, please lift my sense of being boxed in. Your word remains a guiding lamp, leading me out of despair. Help me pause, ponder, and pray over each decision that lies ahead. Illuminate my options by your Holy Spirit at these crossroads of my life and take the burden of haste from my shoulders. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope to see all of you at our Sunday gatherings. They are at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m. See you on Sunday. God bless.